guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast, and today is Shout Out Wednesday, that's right people, I was laying on my bed just about a week ago, you know it was Tuesday, and again I do these episodes in advance, so you guys are hearing this a little bit late, and to be honest with you, I might be bringing her on to my podcast to talk about her wondrous thing, but basically it was like this, I went to my phone, and I saw a message from Anne. Anne's her name, right? She's a Filipino nurse in the Philippines right now. Her goal is to get to America, but she's been hitting a roadblock in the IELTS speaking. So in just one hour, probably about 45 minutes, I said, okay, Anne, just do this, do this. I remember because, again, this had to be, oh my God, the week before. I'm not exactly sure, but, you know, I was talking to her and I remember where I was. I was at work because I was giving her my, uh, giving her the session at work. And so she's like, yeah, I'm really nervous And this. I said, listen, just pick a spot on his forehead and just do this and you will succeed. I know you can. You have the speaking capabilities. So her goal was to get a seven band in the speaking. And I had her at a 6.5. And I said, listen, listen to me. You got this. Okay, you got this. And she's like, okay. And I said, you know, she said uh, her comments beforehand. And again, you guys might hear this again. Uh, is, oh my God, where is it? You know, she said that she actually did it and, oh my God, myself, wish you good news. And, um, uh, what is it? She said she was able to answer most of the questions, but of course there are some obvious errors like grammar, you know, uh, hit the question right away. Uh, you know, she was a bit anxious, this and this, and she was like, but hoping at least to have good news after seven days. By the way, most of the questions were about education, teaching, and technology. And so I said, ah, I see. And this was on the 20th of August. So then almost like five days later, she got it, right? She got the, you know, the message from IDP out there in the Philippines. But the only message I saw, she had sent four messages, but all I saw before I clicked on the message was, thank you, sir, with five exclamation marks. And then I knew that she had achieved her score. So I clicked on the message, and the next message I saw was the one before that. And it said, my God, I am over the moon. For those of you that don't know, she says, I am beyond elated. I am jumping for joy. She's rejoicing. And so she sent me the photo. And before that photo, which was the second message, was the first message. And it read, hello, with about 10 exclamation points. And I said, oh, yeah, baby, she got it, she got it like she got it. And I clicked on that photo, and it says seven overall, seven in listening, seven in reading, 6.5 in writing, and seven in speaking. All the other bands didn't matter. I didn't coach her in any of the other bands, but she always got a 6.5 in speaking. So I said, listen, do this, and you'll be okay. You got this. And in just one hour, she achieved her mark. And so this is what I do. I don't do this for external uh, validation, as I've said. But I do this to show people that they are truly capable, that they can do the unthinkable. And if with a little bit of confidence that an instructor, that a human being can give them, this is what my niche market is. I literally doubled down on the skills people said I wasn't good enough at doing. This is about, you know, it's funny because five years ago when I first started teaching IELTS, I knew I was already good because I was pushing like Thai students to 6.5 and speaking. And damn, I didn't even know much about IELTS back in 2015. So in 2017, people were still saying, I don't think you're good at writing. I don't think you're good at this. I don't think you're good at that. And I'm like, 
Oh my God, these people in Thailand, they love putting me in a box. It is shocking what people's perceptions are of me. And so I say, you know what? I'm the best at this. And I think you're saying this because you don't want to give me work in regards to this. And I'm like, you know, (laughs) and I got all the results too. I had the results on the table and they still discredited me because this is the type of country that I live in. This is what I have to go up against every single day. And I said, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm going to start my online business. And guys, in just one hour, I encouraged and helped a nurse in the Philippines move to America. I helped someone cross over. I don't listen to the negative opinions. And again, this is what I write down every day for an affirmation. Why is it that I am unaffected by the negative opinions of society? It's because I know what I truly am gifted in and what I could give to the world. And so, guys, without further ado, listen to her part two. Listen to my feedback. And I'm going to close this bad boy off. So here we go. We're going to be getting into this apartheid. Oh, my God. Here we go. So you know how the part two rolls. It's all about storytelling. I don't want you to say, okay, uh, the the meeting was held here. You know, uh, the people at the meeting were, you know. At the people we did at the meeting we talked about and you know uh why <laughs> we remember going to no that's terrible i think that's a but that you'll get like a six inch speak and you've already gotten a seven our goal mm-hmm. is to get a 7.5 or eight now <laughs> really? yeah it's possible i don't know but you know this, this was the hardest you know to tell you honestly this is really the hardest part like talking for two minutes or less i've tried quite a few times about different topics but Every time I, I was to, and I, I um record it. I can clearly see most of the flaws in, in what I say, but I hope I can deliver it well today. <laughs> right. Well, okay. So, well, I, I know how speaking for that long, it is pretty difficult. Me being a podcaster, oh my god, and I have a big presentation coming up in two days. I have to speak for an hour and a half by myself. So, you know, I mean, these things I'm very natural to, but a lot of people aren't. So what a technique you can use either in the morning and evening to develop this. Now, I know you have your test coming up in like two days, right? That's true. (laughs) A mirror exercise, okay? Get you some topic twos. You could just put on Google, IELTS speaking part two topics and get that card, go in front of the mirror and say, all right, so, you know, a meeting that I'm going to talk about today is one that I had in college. It was about three weeks ago. And look right at that forehead, right? And, you know, it just let it flow. Add a lot of supporting details. Don't, you don't have to sound like me, okay? I'm just, I'm a completely different individual. Um, but <laughs> add a lot of details and go story by story. Visualize it here and walk us through that. That's what I want you to do. Uh-huh. And you could do that in the mirror and time yourself too. Uh-huh. Now, again, you have two days, but yay, that's 48 hours. You have some time. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> 48 <than>. hours. <laughs> Every hour is. <laughs> yeah, that's not much time. Really I know. precious. okay so i'm gonna let you prepare this for one minute the topic is describe a meeting you remember going to at work college or school you should say when and where the meeting was held who was at the meeting and what the people at the meeting talked okay and explain why you remember going to this meeting 
Uh, you'll give be giving me. Uh, you'll be giving me one minute, right? One minute, correct. Starting okay. now. Mm -hmm. You ready to rock and roll? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, then uh, I'd like to start the ball rolling by touching on the matter about this particular meeting that I have attended to in the hospital where I am currently working in. And this was actually uh, took place about two months ago and um, it happened just in our conference room on the fifth floor in the hospital um, itself so here I, I should say this was in fact a very interesting and timely like conference that we attended to Almost all of my colleagues were there, even our supervisors and our all of almost all of the people in our nursing division. And lo and behold, even the owner of the hospital herself. So the main agenda of this topic was very timely because as we have all been facing this unprecedented times of COVID-19, almost every one of us weren't really prepared about what to do or the things that like how are we going to fight for this sort of pandemic so everything in here we had some sort of like a little brief of background about the said virus like how how we, we can like acquire or contract this sort of disease and as health professionals as frontliners this was really something that impacted me a lot like I was like on the verge of losing my, my, my profession. But because of this meeting, because of this conference, it, it took a lot of courage of me. Like it opened not only perhaps me, but even from, from my other colleagues, the things that we had to hold on. And even, you know, the, the, the owner herself, she just gave us like a lot of, maybe like some sort of, how should I say this? Like, it's like despite of being in this kind of pandemic crisis, we were actually like soldiers who need to fight for today. So they're just like giving us like hopes and like more of like 
strength, I should say, the courage, in a way, like how we could be able to fight for this, uh, this kind of like disease that we're, we're, we're kind of battling. And also, another thing that's quite important these days, like something that tackled in that meeting was how can we be able to protect ourselves? Now, being frontliners, what were the guidelines? Like the things that we needed to wear, like all of this protective equipment so that despite being in that battle, that despite risking our lives, we still needed to care for ourselves, like how we could protect. So that this is something that, like we, we can still, um, we, we can still assure that our family, that they are still safe, even though we have this sort of like direct contact with COVID patients. So that, that was really very timely. And I should say, one of the most memorable meetings I've ever had in my life by far. Wow. First and foremost, I just want to say gratitude to you and serving the people of the Philippines. Um, again, <laughs> putting, your, putting your life on the line. I cannot hmm. imagine. Um, but again, Philippines right now in terms of the whole COVID situation, I don't know if it's getting better. I don't know, you know, shut down transportation. Yeah, people are losing jobs. It's tough, you know? So again, you putting your life on the live, just want to show my gratitude for that. You being very passionate about this talk. You went over three minutes. Uh, again, is that oh. a problem? I know, I know. It didn't feel like three minutes, did it? It did not feel like three minutes because you were in it. You were in the zone. You were in the flow. You could speak on and on about that. But she gave you inspiration was the word you were looking for. Right. She was giving you, like you said, the strength, the courage. She gave you positive reinforcement. I wanted to say it, but I'm like, no, Arsenio. No, she's doing her speaking. No, no. Th those are actually the words I'm really rooting for. <laughs> reinforcement <laughs> and all. I'm Motivation. Vocabularies. Right? Motivation. Motivation. Yes, exactly. Inspiration. Ah. Mm, that's true. But it, you, you took, that was a story. I was so in tune with what you were talking about. Like, you have the power to storytell, and that's going to propel you to an excellent score in this part too, okay? So all it comes down to is just shortening the time a little bit. But again, you're not going to get like, a, you know, a question. Hey, so describe a meeting. Oh, my God, I had a meeting at the hospital, and my director came in. She gave us inspiration in the time of coat. No, it's not going to be like all crazy and like movie-ish, <laughs> right? Um, but you have the power to storytell. Uh, you have the power to speak on and on. There are some pauses that you have, which I'll address in that little Word document that's, that I send to you after, uh, mm -hmm. you know, after this session, after the part three. But you did a fine job there. All right, there it is, guys. Again, I am just so thrilled. I'm so elated. I'm so happy. I'm so many things about that. You know, I just, I'm just so grateful that I've ignored a lot of things throughout my life and people trying to put me in a box. And this is what I try encouraging people to do. You know, I post these scores not to get back at anyone. You know, when my TOEFL IBT student achieved a 114 out of 120, yeah, I posted it and I, I, I went back and I went back to the people who I had quit a week prior to that because they said, oh, if you don't get a score of this on TOEFL ITP, uh, you can't be a teacher. I'm like, what? Is that your logic? So chemistry teachers can't teach chemistry because they're not chemists. 
You see what I mean? Here in Thailand, they continuously like to put me in a box, but I said I ignore that. So for everyone out there who feels like they have been marginalized in any way, shape, or form based on whatever they represent, if you could just choose to ignore those ignorant opinions that have nothing to do with you, it's a direct mirror of what people are or what those people are feeling. So if they say you're black, it's because they feel black inside, whatever that may mean. If they say you're not good enough because of this, it's because they feel that. It's because they have been told that. Become impervious, meaning unstoppable, meaning indestructible, meaning unfazed to the opinions in, in the outer world and make sure that inner peace is always strong. So in saying that, congratulations. And you are going to America. And for everyone else out there, man, oh my God, just make a note and know that it is possible over and out.